Oh, show oh, no, so your phone. Oh, nice one. Nice phone, Wait, mate. you get it sent to you straight away? You know, yeah, the, he's got you like know? the top dollar AirPods. Look, he's even got his. Oh. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> it's 2019 things, bro. That's a waste, man. What's it called? Um. Wait, do you think Kanto's in his best position then? He actually no, is. He's just not he in his best role. He's in his best position. He's not. He's in his best in his position. Best yeah. I don't think he. I don't think he's a right side. Like I don't. Th- oh, role. Okay, role makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, he's definitely right. in, so what, in wait, the right what, position. What, what do you think should be different with your role? Uh, wait, wait, wait. Let's just get into let's get into the project. Yeah? Come on, let me just do the introductions and everything. Yeah, I asked the questions around here. Look at me. I asked. The... <laughs> Why did you look at him? Don't do that. He don't control you. So he just turned his head. That finish me. Oh, I right. loves it. He's gonna put this in as his little intro. If it... wait, <laughs> wait, hey, what? Hey, is that Apple Watch? Huh? <laughs> you got me, man. <laughs> you guys are huh? different types. <laughs> 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 what did that <laughs> You got me, bro. <laughs> what did that happen? <laughs> like, I'm purchasing an Apple Watch and earpods today, tonight. I need to flex, man. You know, but that's gonna be like five hundred plus, you know. The air smells different when you get when you get AirPods. <laughs> What's going on people? Welcome to episode 80 of the Weekly Canon Podcast. I'm your host today. My name is Ade. I'm here with Steve. Thank you for joining us. I, I don't know why he... So thank you for joining the show. I, I don't know why he's talking into the mic like that anyway. Um, I'm here with Ife. Yeah, what's good? Sorry, could we get a bit more enthusiasm, please? Could you get a bit closer to your mic as well? Uh, your no, ye- your Yeezys sick. are in the way of the mic. Oh, right? oh, oh okay. Yeah, I just like I just like the viewers to know he said Yeezys as in plural, but yeah, <coughs> yeah, my apologies. Triple drown, triple drown. And unfortunately, we don't have Gideon with us today, but um, we've got a special guest filling in, Jay Hump. How you doing, mate? Yeah, I'm really happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Thank you so much, man. Sorry, man. Sorry. So, guys, how have we been, man? How's everyone doing? It's been a good week of football. We all good, yeah? Everyone in the best of spirits? Let's get to it, man. You ask us this every week. We've just, had a conversation for about half an hour. Let's get to it. Let's stop wasting time. Let's get to the football. Okay. It's, it's been an excellent week of football. You know, this this is this is what the Prem's all about, you know? Like, no, no oh, wow. league like no other. For a, lot of, for a lot of high-scoring games. Hey, how's Ericsson getting a bonus point, though? <coughs> hey, I don't understand how the bonus point system Ericsson. works. Ericsson got a bonus point. <laughs> He got, he got an assist. That's all we did. <laughs> Let's go! Wait, one bonus point or three? Just one. Just one. Oh, I can't lie. Like, should have got three bonus points. Give it to whoever the I want to give it to. Let's see. This guy's just making my job hard already. I'm going to have to beat that out, aren't I? Bloody hell. Well, can I not swear? No. Yeah, you can swear. You Don't can you hear swear. the beeps yeah. every week? So, sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> if, how many points did you get this week? <clears throat> 
Let's not talk about this. To be fair, to be fair, I'm probably gonna get like forty, which is okay, but. You finished yeah, points. No, because I got, I got, I got Neves coming in. I got Neves coming in. I'm oh, 79 right. points. No, you don't. You've got Wan Bissaka coming in. And I've got, and I've got a Neves because right, Trent's oh, hands. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're right. You're right. Order. So you're right. obviously, like if I said <laughs> previously, it's been a very good week of football. Everyone is happy. All our teams have won. Um, I think the biggest game of the game week was Arsenal versus Chelsea at the Emirates Stadium. So, um, yeah, lads, how, how did you see that match? What's your assessment on the match? In fact, Steve, I think we should start off with you because you did actually successfully predict this result. You said Arsenal are going to win this match. I doubted you. A few other Arsenal fans doubted you, especially after how we played last week against West Ham. So, um, yeah, I think you should take the floor. Um, I just thought stylistically, these games, especially under Emery... We've been fantastic. We um, intensity's been a strong point in the big games. We saw that against Tottenham, saw that against Liverpool as well. And the way Chelsea have been in recent weeks, they've been lacking intensity. They've been lacking direction as well, especially not having a number nine. And I just felt as though if we started well and we took our chances early on, then you know I think we would have blown them. Well, I expected us to blow them away with the firepower we have up front. Luckily, we got two goals in the first half and um, we managed to shore up defensively as well. We limited them to very few chances. I don't think they had any real clear-cut chances. I, I can only think of the Pedro sort of chip one that he had in the first half. Yeah. And that was a... Yeah, you could say oh, that was a good hit the bar. He hit the post, didn't he? With a header. But second half, I can't think of any real chances. So, yeah, that was the performance I expected, especially... I expected a reaction, especially after the, the game at West Ham. And we got that. We needed a clean, clean sheet. was fantastic as well. That was a bonus. And, yeah. Yeah, that's the... the, prop, the like, games like that, big games aren't my problem with them, it's the other games, but we'll, we'll, we'll focus on this game. So, Just all focus. in all, happy with the performance... Yeah, did yeah, he come on the pitch at all? Did he? Did he? No, no, he didn't. No. He didn't. And but I, was to be honest, I feel, I feel like, I feel like he probably, he maybe probably would have come on the pitch had not um, Bellerin suffered the injury, potentially. I don't think he would have. You know, he was making pretty. I thought as though he was making. Yeah, to to be fair, negative. being two and a lot. Like I don't know what job he'd come on to do being two and a lot. Yeah, defensively he's not going to offer you much, is he? No. So what did Arsenal play? Did you play a diamond? We did. So this is the diamond that you you were calling for, basically, Steve? Yeah, and we we did all right, innit? Did it look all right? Unfortunately, I didn't catch the game. So who played at the 10? Was it Ramsey? Yeah, Ramsey. And he was tasked tasked to basically kind of mark out Jorginho, just stay stay on him like whenever he had the ball, like try and put pressure on him. And it, it, it seemed to work, to be fair. Did he do that successfully then? Yeah. yeah, yeah, they beat him up. Okay, Jordan. see, this is so, so, oh, go on, go on, if I no, we like, let him go. Before yeah, we just have a heard much. What did you think of the match? Um, same as Steve, really. Um, I don't so really, you, did you expect Arsenal to win as well? No, no, not necessarily. No, um, I don't know about in terms of open play how many chances you created. Obviously, you had the set piece goal and then you had the ball in from Bellerin which came from a corner originally didn't it 
Yeah, uh, it was like a sh- short taken corner. Yeah, you, create, you created some chances in open play. Obviously, Aubameyang fluffed sure. up a little bit. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I was disappointed by Chelsea. I, I, I <clears throat> no matter even with their situation like it is, I feel like big games they're usually quite dangerous and they usually get quite up from. But every time they went forward, you guys just seem to have an have an answer. Really, you seem to have a lot of men back. Like if they because they was trying to get as close to the goal as possible, like. They'd be like trying to get a couple of men in the box, trying to do. But you guys just crowded them out, really. Like I thought, um, Shelney had a really good game. Socrates had a good game. Just didn't really give much of a sniff. So I was a bit, I was a bit surprised, really. Okay. I was impressed with you, though. It's made me question what's going to happen in the FA Cup on Friday because I felt quite confident, but seeing how you performed, I feel less so now. Right. So um, let's talk a bit about Chelsea. Um, it's been a very Weird season, I think I would say. They started off the season in what seemed like a free horse. It seemed as though it was going to be three teams for the title. City, Chelsea and Liverpool. They were unbeaten for, what was it, like 11 games or so? Yeah. Was it, yeah, was it 11? Around 10, 11 games, they were undefeated. Um, and it's just, in the past few games, it's just... It hasn't looked good for them, really. They don't have a recognised nine at the moment. Hazard's playing a false nine. Morata is not getting any games. He looks like he's on his way out. Higuain might be yeah, into the he's, side. He's, he's apparently that's done. He's off to Atletico. He's off. Yeah, a few journalists have come out and said it's done. Okay, so that's... that's I don't know if it's a loan or permanent, but yeah. Higuain's supposedly coming into the team. Um, yeah... Also, after the game, Sarri obviously had a lot to say about his players. Um, a lot of pundits had a lot to say about their players, but I'm going to let you guys take the floor. Obviously, if I know you had you had something that you wanted to say, so I think we should start with you. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to start off with Georgino because I think, I think it was a couple of weeks ago now, I said, um, I'm not really sure about Georgino. I can't remember what game, I can't remember what game was. I'm not really so, sure about Georgino because like, when I see him... Like I understand, I understand what he's there to bring to the team and stuff, but I just don't. Not that I don't think he's good, but I just don't think he's that good as like people say. Like, because he doesn't like he doesn't really pay he doesn't really play like penetrative passes. Like he's not good defensively. Like I think in pretty much every big game, bar maybe the Chelsea the the, the City game that I've seen from them, he's been like kind of like targeted. And he's been overrun. Like even in even in the first game that we lost to them um, at at Stamford Bridge, he wasn't great that game either. Like we actually like overrun him, but obviously um, it was their quality that that won them the game in that in that match. <clears throat> so I don't know. Like, I just wanted to see what you guys think. What you guys like think about him? About Jorginho individually, like yeah. specifically. Yeah. Since obviously, okay, we understand that his role in the side is to be like the um, conductor, the conductor, right? But I don't like I understand that's how Sarri wants to play football and that's like very important to the whole Sarri ball thing but I don't think it's necessarily I don't I don't feel like they needed that if that makes sense they yeah. they were doing all right without that kind of conductor so I don't I don't, I don't really understand it but um Virginia I, I don't I don't think he's he hasn't like he hasn't done anything since he's been here that's been like, oh my gosh, like, this is such a player. I have not thought that once. I don't think he's a bad player. He's good technically. He does his job. But 
I, I kind of mirror the same thoughts as you, if I, I don't see anything he does that's like outstanding. So, mm. nah, he's just yeah, like, like like even even his passing ability, I don't see it as like he hasn't shown me anything that that'll be like, oh yeah, you know what, he might he may be one of the best passers in the league or anything like that. No, nah, no, nah. I I don't think he's like for example Fernandinho. I don't think he's outdone Fernandinho for me at um at City as a holding DM. So I I don't know, I don't know really. Steve, you wanna chip in now? No, I want to see what Jordan has to say because yeah, now chiming. I I don't have a lot to say about him really. <clears throat> same kind of things like you comparing to Fernandinho. I don't think he's anywhere near the same level. But then again, is he meant to be a DM? Like <clears throat> I don't know. I, I just I don't see a lot from him. But to be fair, when Chelsea started off the season like they did, like you said, they were playing well. Like he looked good, and. I, it, I can't really put my finger on what's changed them because, like you say, they did get off to a good start of season. People were saying it's like a top three. Like they said, the top six was split into like three yeah. with Chelsea, Tottenham, and City. And the only thing that I feel that seems to have changed really um, is Hazard to some extent because the start of the season he was on fire. Like he was doing what we'd expect him to be doing. He was getting crazy numbers. Yeah, but- um, he still it still chips in now and then. Do you know? Do you know? Um, I think he's he's out. That was out. Sorry, that's when he was out on the left. So he was cutting in and doing his thing. Now he's being tossed as like a false nine. So I feel like I, that's. I don't get why they've changed from that though, because um, obviously if Morata was playing nine at the time, um, he wasn't particularly on fire. Um, I know obviously he's just been awful this season. It just seems like his confidence gets worse and worse, but. I don't, I don't get why they're in the position they are now compared to what they were doing then. I, I, I guess it is because they've changed the, the style, but I don't know why they've decided to do that. Mm. I feel sorry for Georgina, I've got to be honest, because I think it's a systematic problem. If if um, the opposition is to look at Chelsea, I think you've got to look at their strengths and you think, all right, every, every, Chelsea play through Jorginho. So the opposition are always going to try and target Jorginho, aren't they? We mm-hmm. saw in that Spurs game at Wembley um, where they won. Did what was the score? Was it three-one or three-one in the yeah, end? Yeah, three-one or something like that. Where yeah. you had like they were playing a diamond that game. You had Ericsson, Sissoko, um, Ali, just absolutely son, just absolutely pressing him, and he was overrun that game. It was worrying. Ever since then, I don't think we've really seen Jorginho back back to doing what he's doing. Obviously, I'm not seeing every game, but. It's a systematic problem because once again we've highlighted their the weakness as that, and we've overrun the midfield once again. And yeah, I just feel like Sarri needs to change that. He needs to change that. Obviously, I know it's worked with um, Napoli. He had that three-man midfield with Alan, Jorginho, and who's the third one? Hamsik. It was Diarra, wasn't it? Hamsik. Oh, okay, yeah, Hamsik. And that's his philosophy. I respect that, but you've got to tweak it a bit. Um, there's the same thing we're saying about Pep in his first season now. do you know what yeah <clears throat> I, I don't even think sorry, sorry, I don't even think it may be a thing that he may need to tweak it I just don't I just don't think he has a Jorginho a Hamsik and Allen at Chelsea right now well, he has he has Jorginho I see I see like um, Kante can kind of be like the Allen in that, in that team because obviously Allen was the more kind of defensive player out of the three, who was like quite, um, he went up and down the bit, up and down the pitch, but he, he also didn't have that, um, he didn't have, he doesn't have the handset, he doesn't have a handset in, in that Chelsea team. <clears throat> so may, like maybe once he gets that, we may, it may seem a bit better. Do you not think? 
Because, mm. yeah, I, I guess so. But if you think about, I think anybody in world football in that position, like if you had people, three or four guys on you, every time you receive the ball, you'd struggle. Yeah, 100%. So I feel like Sarah needs to change it. He does need to. Yeah, I know yeah. who he likes to three. So if, if teams are doing that, and if they're putting several men on him, like... They should be able to take. They should be able to take advantages from that. Like if 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 um, three men are pressing Jorginho, that's obviously freeing up, say, Kante and Kovacic. Like mm-hmm. yeah. they should be using that to their advantage if if they're gonna commit men to one player. Um, but like you say, you don't seem to change it up. No, and he plays the same players. Every, the back five hasn't changed all season. I don't think. Mm-hmm. Um, he plays either Kovacic or Barkley in that um, that left centre mid channel uh, position sorry you've got Kante on the right CM that always plays and then you've got the front three that's had to change because like injuries and whatnot, and obviously Morata doing what he's been doing and Giroud alright you, you brought up the player that I wanted to talk about as well Kante obviously before we came on air we were talking about it um, Jordan you asked the question I think it was so you, I think you should take this this bit no because you guys were just um, talking about how was it Rio Ferno was saying that he was playing out of position and you guys were like well he's not out of position because he's not a DM you said it was more the tactics that they were deploying that was the problem is that right? Yeah yeah so basically if, if anyone didn't hear it Rio Ferdinand was saying about how Sarri has got one of the world's best sorry the world's best um, in his position he was saying Kante is such a um, he's a world class holding DM or holding midfielder and all of this. He said he's the best holding, holding midfielder in the world. Yeah, basically. So, what we, well, what I said basically was, if we look at Kante's career, he is not a DM. He has not been a DM in that Leicester winning season. They played four four two. He was a central midfielder. When Chelsea won the league the year after. What, what was he actually? He was it was a centre mid, didn't it? It was free. Him and Magic. Free for free. Him and Magic was centre mid, didn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So like Kante is a centre mid. So I don't know where this thing of holding DM DM like defensive mid. I don't really understand. Do you know? Do you know? Do you know? I think it's I think it's because he's a CM, but he's it's weird. It's almost like he's a. If I was to try and pin down his position, I'll kind of say he's like a. He's a defensive. He's a defensive-minded midfielder, no, but he's not. A, he's not. Like, hold on. Like, okay. The way I the way I see Kante, he's almost like he has like a. He's a CM, but he he has kind of like a free room, and he's like he's, he's like he's a box to box midfielder. Yeah, he he he, get, he he's he's a bit box to. Okay, I can, I guess you can say more box to box then because you see him all over the pitch. Mm, exactly. You see him just That's like the, the all over the pitch, recovering the ball, intercepting the ball, exactly. and then like he'd like drive the ball, he like drive drive the ball up the pitch, make a pass. Because like if, if you look at those two title winning teams, if you look at the, the um, midfielders he's paired against, Drinkwater, Drinkwater is like a deep line playmaker. Drink, Drinkwater was. It's in the two title oh, in those two title Lester, winning teams. Lester, yeah, Lester, sorry, yeah. Sorry. At, at Leicester, Drinkwater, he was like. He was he was playing deeper than um, Kante was, and also if you look at Chelsea as well, um, Matic is more Matic is more like a DM holding type midfielder. And he was playing he, he was probably a bit deeper than Kante, so he's never really been like a. I think because he's def- he's a defensive minded midfielder, but he's a defense first midfielder. People like to call him a DM, but he's not. No, obviously, what his strength is ball winning, so yeah. they attribute that to defending. So I think that's where the DM sort of definition stems from but I personally think of when I think of holding midfielders I think of people like 
Busquets. Like Busquets, like someone that actually holds your midfield yeah. together. Yeah, I, yeah I, I don't think of someone like Kante. Polo. So I, I think that's just like a a miscommunication. Maybe I don't. I don't know. He's not the only one. Rio's not the only one to say that. There's um, Gary Lineker said the tweet, the initial tweet, saying that he's got the um, best hard midfielder in the world. Why isn't he playing in this position? You've got Danny Murphy and Alan Shearer repeating it as well on match of the day. So I, I don't know. I don't get it really. So what's but the then again, about him then? Because obviously he's not playing that DM role. So what's the problem? He's he's on the right side and he's making runs beyond play, ahead of play. Yeah, they, he's playing the wrong role in that position. He's in the right place, but he's not doing what he was doing before. Yeah, he's Sarri, getting in the box a lot more, and, yeah, and that's wants, fantastic. Because Sarri, Sarri wants him to be a more offensive player, which is not his game. As as we yeah. just highlighted, the strengths in his game is winning the ball back, and yeah, basically. But yeah, sorry, Steve, I cut you off. But if if you're asking Kante to get ahead of the ball and make runs into the box that's fine obviously he's you know it's, it's working to some extent I guess I mean he's he got a goal against Crystal Palace the other day he's had a few chances I've, I've noticed he's uh, got on the end of things a few times but when you lose the ball in your defensive transition you miss Kante in that in that that middle third and you need him to break up play make yeah. those fouls to, to stop the opposition from hurting you and I think that's I think, where the, I think also what's restricting him as well is the fact that we're seeing him play almost exclusively on the right side of the pitch whereas like especially with someone of his like defensive capabilities you kind of want him to have the freedom or have the licence to move around move around all areas of the pitch so like win the ball on the left side through the middle and stuff like that mm. and obviously like Surrey's system is like the way he likes to play it's not that it's it's a rigid it's like rigid the way they play but it's kind of rigid in their roles I think so, like, Surrey's very stubborn uh, I think Surrey's yeah, very part stubborn of what, Apart, apart from like, apart from the front three, like the from back to the from the defensive midfield, the, those players they stay in that position. If you're playing on the right side, you're on the right side. If you're on the left, you're on the left. Mm. And then obviously, like I think with Jorginho, even with Jorginho, it's a bit different because he can run a little bit, but he's mainly he's mainly in, um, through the centre. So Kante being restricted to the right also also plays a big factor I've, in it as well. I've got, I've got a question now. So Sarri obviously <coughs> dug out his players in the press. He um. He, he had it done in Italian so that his words were not misconstrued so that the players got the message very clearly. Um, the boys in the BT studio were talking about how whenever the manager goes against the players at Chelsea, the manager always fails. Jermaine Genius and others were saying about how this is a big gamble. It's a big, you know, like it's a big thing. Do you guys think what he did was was a big thing? Do you guys think it's, it's now like Sarri versus the players? Should Sari be like? Should he be sacked or how, how did you oh. how did you see, yeah how did you see that? I I, I don't I don't think it's like Sari versus the players, but it is a big gamble. I guess like he can maybe get away with this because like from his character and what I've seen from him so far, he doesn't seem like a like he's like he's been quite lenient with the players. So like you can see like I think it could work in the fact that. Well, for me, from what I've seen from Sarri, he seems like quite a calm guy. Like he doesn't seem like a a Marine, a, Marine, a Mourinho type play, um, type of manager where like he's he like he's he's ready to criticize you so quickly. So these guys, they may they maybe see as well. Like for for the fact that he's actually got this angry, he probably shouted at them in the dressing room as well, and that he even took it a step further and like criticized them out in the press. They may think, okay, you know what? Like, yeah, we need we need to do better here. And obviously, like the players, like they're not. 
I, I don't really see the Chelsea players as fragile. I, f- I feel like they'll respond to it and I think we should see a better Chelsea in the coming weeks. Okay, fair. To be yeah, fair, he, did, he, didn't, um, he didn't individually call anyone out. I think when a manager publicly comes <coughs> out and picks on people specifically, then you can have a problem there because that just makes people question them. It puts pressure on them. It can knock the confidence. They might think, like, why me specifically? But with him, with him sort of digging out the whole team... Um, I think that makes a little bit more sense if you're going to do it publicly because that way you can be like, right, okay, like what response can we get from you all? You're all mentally need to be stronger. Um, and then you can see how they respond from there. It, one of them said it last night um, about how they're obviously all Premier League winners. So they've got strong-minded people in there. So yeah. I don't I don't think it's too big an issue, really. I guess we'll see how they respond from it. But on the face of it, I, I don't think it's anything too crazy right now. Okay. Fair yeah, I, I see him as an honest man as well. I, I don't think he said anything that he hadn't already told the players in change room before he came out to a press conference. So he probably told them, "Listen, like, I'm like mentally, I'm not sure about you guys. Like, I'm sure he told them to their faces what he told us." Yeah. So you know, I don't think it would have come as a shock. Maybe it came as a shock that he's actually disclosing the same information to the public. But yeah, I, it's fine. I, I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm sure it'll be fine. I don't think he's gonna get. Lose his job or anything like that. That's, you that's wonder odd. why he's decided to do it publicly if he is saying it behind closed doors, and maybe he believes that will provoke the best response. So that is a little bit of a gamble on his part. Mm. But no, it's because he he's, then, he said he did point to the Tottenham game. He said, "Like, listen, it happened once, and now it's happened again." Mm. Where you just sort of like not showing a hundred percent in a big game. So maybe he's thought, okay, right, I've warned you once, so now I'm, I'm going to take it public. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. But then, maybe but, then, but, then but then, on the flip side, should we maybe look into a big deal of it? Because like most of the players, I mean, most of the like BT pundits, they're former players and stuff like that. And even on match of the day as well, when they spoke about it, they like all of them were, were, were strongly against it. And like, I don't know, I know that is all in the eyes, but obviously, yeah. like, because like, I think in in that respect, I kind of have to, I have to like kind of like. Um, um, go by the expertise because they're all former players. Like obviously, Rio was like, "Oh yeah, like their players are probably fit that they're probably there thinking like, oh, like what's like what's he doing?" They said that the, they said that when they said that when managers have done that, it's never it's never provoked a response that, from yeah. them. What's dangerous with that is like Rio, for example, he always goes on about how oh if I was in the change, change room, I would have done this, I would have done that. But that's you. Not everyone's like you. Do you get it? Like the whole dressing room is not going to do every, what you would do. So I, I don't think that's a narrative that we could go down because everyone's different. We don't know what the Chelsea dressing room is like. That's Re- true. Re- but played back but in the when, this is now, like things, things yeah, have but changed. Like, I hear that, but when what? From what I watched yesterday, Rio didn't like it. Um, who was the second? Keown, Jermaine Genus, yeah. um, Danny Murphy and Alan Shearer. Do you guys, they, sorry, uh, sorry to interject, do you, do you take Jermaine Genus seriously? I think he's quite he's quite an honest pundit. Yeah, I think I think his fade could be a little bit better, but generally, like what he says, <laughs> quite says some his, his fade. <laughs> yeah, yeah. serious. Yeah, yeah I, I like what he's, he he speaks well. I like him. Fair enough. I'm not really convinced to be fair, but anyway, um, should, should we <laughs> why are you not convinced? I don't know. I just he says things sometimes, and I'm just kind of like. That it's bad, isn't it? But I just think, what have you done in the game? Like you, you ain't, you ain't done shit. I, I had that mindset at first. I remember when like they'd have like Lampard, Gerrard, and yeah. Rio Ferdinand. I used to get excited, and then I see, 
Har- no, actually, Hargreaves, that's disrespectful. But like, Genus. Glenn, Ho- Glenn Hoddle, Genus, I used to be like, nah, I'm not watching this and turn it off. Yeah, but, but they can, like, they no can disrespect. know their stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's exactly. Like yeah, that's to, like us on a podcast and say, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're, we're not exactly. talking from, we're talking from a different perspective. Like, he was actually a footballer that didn't really do anything. We weren't footballers. But yeah, it doesn't matter, though. It, it, does, it actually doesn't matter. His opinion or his analysis, like it don't matter what he achieves. Like, fair enough, fair if, enough, fair if you're talking about like what it takes to win, maybe then you would compare yeah. with what like Rio's saying, and you'd be like, okay, he obviously don't know what it takes as much. But just generally analy- analyzing a game or a situation, I yeah, like, exactly. I and, that, and and one thing I've noticed about him as well, when it when it does come to topics like that, I mean, like when let's say it's on where, where it takes to win or like trophies and stuff like that, he like he's like he's gen he's generally a bit quieter in those in those situations that like, you don't like you don't you don't really see him you like you don't really see him like stomping his foot and say oh yeah this is that like talking about that kind of stuff yeah so like no I, I, I like Gina so. I do like pundits that attribute like some of their experiences of football to like a situation that a topic they're talking about I do like them sort of pundits and he's one of them definitely so I'm very tired of just gives the, us more insight I'm very tired of the current crop of pundits that we have because I feel as though Okay, sometimes you get like they're trying to be politically correct. Sometimes they over exaggerate situations. Like sometimes you get I, I don't know. I, I'm just I'm kind of tired of them, really. I'm sick of Genev. Yeah, like he's obviously got this stigma where it's like I'll never call for a manager to get sacked and blah blah. blah. And it, he looks stupid as a result because he's contradicting himself ridiculous. constantly. But then you've got people like. Rio Ferdinand that normally is a well-respected pundit yeah, because obviously that, everything that, is achieved but you'll yeah. have a moment like last week where he's bashing Newcastle yeah, but it's, it's like, not just a moment though because with Rio Rio will be like oh this guy's like the best player I've ever seen or he's like one of the best in the world or da 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 it's like what are you talking about what are you actually talking about this guy he, he was on air he was going oh um Oh, yeah, Sarri's given money. Sarri's given this and that. Sarri came out... No, he was like, oh, Sarri spent 60 mil on Pulisic or whatever. And then didn't Sarri come out and say that he had he knew the deal was being done, but he didn't know like the ins and outs of the deal. So it wasn't even... I don't think that was a Sarri signing, if I'm being honest. It was a Sarri signing. Are you sure? Cause, yes. what, what I read, yeah, because... No, yeah, what, what I read is that he... They asked him about if he he like he he definitely wanted them. It's not like Are they you just. Sure? It's not like it's not. It's not. Yeah. It's not like they just said, "Oh, we're buying we're buying Pulisic." He's like, "Oh, okay." It's like like Pulisic. Pulisic was like one of his targets. Like they they spoke to him about Pulisic and he said, "Yeah, he would like him." And then they went and actually made the deal happen. Okay, that's that's that's, then, that's yeah, what I read. That's, that's so it wasn't, if, yeah. if that's the case, then I take back what I said. That's my mistake, <laughs> obviously. But um, yeah, we spoke a lot about Chelsea, um, Arsenal. Um, going forward obviously Bellerin it's looking like I've seen reports of saying that he's going to be out for like nine months or so um, and I think Steve was telling me that Emery said we're not going to go into the market is that true? Yeah I, so I, got, I, I don't, I don't got think you've got, you got three you've got three right backs at the club currently or right players that can play right back that fit Yeah but yeah, yeah, not Sorry, the same yeah, mold, sorry. Em- Emery's style mm-hmm. They're not. They're not gonna be able to do what he demands from his. Fullbacks. I think personally. I think. I think Maitland-Niles can um potentially. Like, on, I think I said. I think I've. I've. I've said it for a while now. I probably. I think like Maitland-Niles could potentially be a better right back than Bellerin because I think physically he's like he's he's got the pace. Um, I feel like he's more comfortable on the ball due to him naturally being like a centre mid. 
like you, you, you actually see him like, con- like you actually see him like actually come inside with the ball and like that's like, one thing I like. I don't think Bellerin can. Bellerin's like I can only I only usually see him like play from the outside. Um, I think Bellerin's probably a better crosser than him, but that's something that obviously he can work. That's what some um, Maitland Niles can work on. Do you know what irritates me? Um, for the, I know sorry, sorry to interrupt you. For the direction I see Arsenal Football Club, sorry, for, for what I see Arsenal Football Club as, we're supposed to be a big side going for the Premier yeah. League, etc, etc. Maitland Niles, no disrespect to him as a footballer, he is not the right back that should be dead. Like, do you get what I'm saying? Like, He's not a right back. back. He's a makeshift the right back. I, can, I, can, I think I can, I can, I can kind of hear what you're saying, but then like, I can kind of point. Obviously, I'm not comparing them and saying they're that, the exact same player or even on the same talent-wise. But you can say the same thing about Trent when he first came no, on. No, like no, when, no, 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 no. like Trent when, like when, when is a right back. But wasn't just the other day most people saying he was a centre. He's a centre mid. But that was in his youth days, though. Hey, Maitland Niles came onto can... the scene not as a right back. He came onto. He was playing centre mid. Okay, but just because you can, just because. He came onto the scene. It's it's like it's like Kimmich. Kimmich came Kimmich came on as a centre mid, and he like he 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 like I'm not even like from what I've seen from him, he can probably go back to centre mid and he'll be still he'll be very good. But he plays the majority same, the same mainly thing right said back. For Sergio Roberto as well at Barcelona, he he was a CDM. He got converted to a right right back. Same for what? Sorry, you cut out. Sergio Roberto at Barcelona. Yeah, it, yeah, exactly. So like, I mean, f- for me, what the reason why I f- I see that I feel like everything that maybe um, Maitland-Niles doesn't have right now to be like a top right back or even to be like a good cover right back, he can get, he can like, that can come into his game. So like, I know Steve said he doesn't deal with 1v1s properly. I feel like that can be put, that can be brought into his game. He's crossing, that can be brought into his game. And like, personally, I feel like he, from the games I've seen, him at fullback and stuff. I, I actually like it. And I think he may. I think that may be a better position for him because I, I don't. I don't see him getting into the team at centre mid. If I'm being honest. Yeah, fair enough. And like this is this is the perfect time now. Bellingham is probably going to be out for the whole the rest of the season. I don't want to see Lichtenstein start regularly there. So, like, give give Maitland an extended run at right back and let, let's see what what comes for it. But I I I back him though. If I'm being honest. Fair. Based on player attributes and what uh, Bellerin offers offensively I think Jenkinson I prefer Jenkinson over Ainsley Maitland-Niles honestly I I don't think do you want to explain why? because Jenkinson can carry the ball from box to box I feel like he's got a decent delivery on him he's suspect defensively but I feel like he needs a run of games because Obviously, we watched him at the Emirates against Blackpool. I know, Worms, you weren't too satisfied with his performance, but I thought, all right, let's give him another go. Blackpool away, I thought he was really good. And, um, yeah, I think he could... I think he'd be a more similar replacement to, to Bellerin than Ainsley Maitland-Niles. I don't really like Maitland-Niles um, oh, Maitland yeah, right as a right back. back. Yeah. I don't well, like him. Cause, but, but I don't think he's intense enough. I think... He's very lackadaisical on the ball because that's his style, which is fair enough. But some of the stuff he does at right back, I, I'm not feeling in possession, just, especially not even just right back. Just all over the pitch, he's too chilled on the ball. Yeah, I don't, it's, it's good obviously because obviously he feels himself, but it's not good for us. You're not that good. I'm sorry, you can't. You're not Pogba. You can't be doing that. You get dispossessed and we'll concede goals because we are suspects defensively. So we need a right back. 
please just get a right back. I, 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 don't, <laughs> I don't have I don't the old man playing evil. To get into the... Do you want do you want them to go out and sign someone in this window? Hundred mm-hmm. uh, yeah. percent, but we're not going to. We're yeah. not going to. So I have to be realistic. We're get, not going get to. Get a right so. back. Our right backs out for a prolonged period of time. Get a right back because we're going to need it. If we want top four, if that's really our objective, then you have to <coughs> strengthen. You have to. Doesn't make but sense. They, but when you argue, we got like we need to be. We need to target other areas at least in this window. We do. We got like it just makes sense. What area? I mean, I said me. I said me personally. I'd much rather see us bring in like get another centre mid in or a winger this window if we can, as opposed to getting the right back. If, if I'm being honest, because I I feel I feel like. Do you know what? I don't know. Maybe maybe maybe, maybe it's just me, but I, I feel like the right back. Like we've got that, we've got that position I, covered. I, even wouldn't, like, I wouldn't mind. Yeah, I wouldn't mind if Emery didn't place such emphasis on having fullbacks that bomb up and down. If we played a bit more conservative with our fullbacks, then Lichtsteiner, yeah, he could do a job until the end of the season. Go get a centre mid that's going to like elevate our game. The way Emery likes to play is that he likes his, his fullbacks to bomb up and down. Lichtsteiner can't do that. Jenkinson, in my opinion, is not good enough. Maitland-Niles, in my opinion, is not good enough either. Let's get someone in that's going to do a job. And in a foreseeable future, do a job because if we look at our rivals, Tottenham, they've got Aurier, they've got Trippier. United have got... Um, Dallo, who don't use that next because their 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 fullback core isn't good. It's only yeah, it's they, literally they, only we um, Spurs and City, Liverpool. and then maybe maybe Chelsea. Liverpool got Klein and, and Trent. That's better than yeah, Klein's gone. Isn't it? Trent, Trent's gone to Bournemouth. I mean, Klein's gone to Bournemouth. Well, the difference with you guys though is is like um, like Steve was saying against uh, West Ham. Like a lot of your attacks come from down your foot and you rely a lot on your fullbacks exactly. to, to create anything so that's why that is a position that specifically needs to be strengthened like um, Kolaz, how do you say Kolasinic yeah. he, um, he gets into some good positions I question his final ball sometimes yeah. but, um, <laughs> when it comes to picking someone out but he, he does get into good areas and that is where you look dangerous and then when you've got Bellerin on the other side it's similar so I think that should probably be a priority for you guys because that is where your attacks are coming 100%. from Hundred percent. If, if he's going to persist with not playing guys like Özil, then our creativity is going to come from our fullbacks. So we need good enough fullbacks to do the job. Mm, I think uh, I think it's one where the where the fans, like the listeners, should just like tweet us, let them know, let us know what they think. Because I don't know me personally, I, like even current as it was, I, I don't think I, I don't I don't think Bellerin has that much over Maitland-Niles right now. So fair, fair, fair. But Let's obviously, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Liverpool. Liverpool in a very dramatic game at. Oh, was yeah, Anfield, I actually watched it? the game. Yeah, you yeah. watched the game. It was at Anfield. They've kept their title. Well, to be fair, even if they lost, they they'll still be top. But you know, they've kept their their lead at the top. They ended up winning a match four three. They were two 0 down. No, 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 one 0 down. Just one 0 down. Yeah, yeah. So, my mistake. One 0 down. And um, go on, take away. Yeah, um, I don't think Liverpool had to be <laughs> great yesterday. Um, in the first half, they were very pedestrian. Um, kept putting the ball sideways, sideways, passing Henderson, Fabinho from the fullback, back into the middle again. Van Dijk would try and do a dire, go out play. So it was very lacklustre. Um, when Palace had possession, they were very confident in it. They were very brave. Um, yeah, Tomkins trying to dribble out of pressure from Fabi- uh, Firmino, Salah. 
and they beat the press a few times. I think the first goal came from a, a good move. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but they beat the press and then um, switched the ball over to Zaha. He sexed Milner, put the ball into the box, and then Townsend finished it. Um, Palace were very good. At Liverpool's goals, I mean, um, not Wombs, Jordan was saying it yesterday <laughs> in the chat, and I really took it in. They were all jammy. All jam- in the game, I was thinking, this has come against the run of play. There's no real sustained pressure here. They've just sort of, it's all come out of nowhere. Um, Salah's finish at the time, I thought, oh, that's a bit jammy. How's he done that? But isn't, isn't, I guess that's, that's what historically makes champions champions. If we look at Man United, it, in that it does, period of time when they, they won it three times in a row, how many times can we... Obviously, they were the best team in England. We know that. But how many times did they win games that it was like, oh, man, like, how the hell did they win that? Do you know what I mean? But I'm literally looking at the goals and I was thinking yesterday, like, how did they actually score that goal? And it's yeah. come out of nowhere sort of thing. Like, Firmino's one, sort of like deflected. And they were two one up after like five, ten minutes of the second half. And I thought, oh, OK, right, out of nowhere. Palace then go and equalise. Um, it becomes a bit of a game. And then Spironi decides that he wants to get involved in match fixing, throw it into his own net. So that baffled me. And before you know it... They, I mean, they invited pressure because they tried to see him at the game at 3-2. Robertson decides he wants to handball the ball, gets away with it, plays it through to Mane. Mane finishes it. 4-2, game done. And then, obviously, they scored a consolation goal, invite a bit of pressure at the end. But that was the first time this season watching Liverpool at home where I felt like they looked a bit shaky and they didn't look full of ideas going forward. Yeah. But then again, flip side is they've gone and got three points like literally without playing too well because Palace were very good that's probably one of the best um, away performances I've seen at Anfield this season Jordan I know you've got a lot to say about Liverpool winning the league you're not you're not a very big fan of Liverpool um, go on mate <laughs> <laughs> they're not winning the league I swear down no I swear to God they're not winning this league City are winning it like they're not on the same level as them like Yesterday, oh, it it just it, I, it makes me angry. But yesterday, some of well, all four of the goals was just it was just. But as well as that, obviously, Milner got a red. Um, so I don't know what they're going to do in terms of how they're going to set up defensively. I think Trent yeah. was touch and go for this game, so he just missed out. So I think he should be okay for the next game. Yeah. To be fair, like, I, they just make me angry. But I mean, they are they're a good team. Like. <laughs> Why did they make you angry, bro? Huh? Why did they make you angry, though? The fans, man. The, the, the word. The, you know what I always say, like, the problem, the, the thing that separates them from everyone else is how pathetically desperate they are oh for goodness. some success. Like, being who they are and what they achieved once before and stuff, and because it's been so long, they're, they're so, they're, they're, like I say, they're so desperate to get that back that the. I don't know. Like, I can't even any form sentences because he's they, so angry. They just lose it. Like, any sniff of it, they're, they're just pathetic. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Like, I, just, I, I, don't, I don't know. I can't say a lot. I, 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 I will, oh, go on, sorry. I, I will say this, though. Like, as much as I wouldn't like them to win the league, they're playing, they're doing amazingly. And they get, they're, getting the, they're getting the kind of luck you get from that title winners get. Like, I, I, I remember... I remember um, was it the when 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 Leicester won the league? I thought that luck's gonna run out at some point, but like every every time they just got lucky with certain things. Like, do you remember like Kante? Like he came off injured, and they said like he was meant to be. It was gonna be um 
was his hamstring. So like you'd think, okay, that's that's a minimum three weeks. He missed one game, then like next game he was like he was just back. I was like, how like, how is that possible? Like this, so I'm seeing with Liverpool, obviously like that game, like all, all four of their goals are very like fortuitous. Even um, I think the only big injury they've had is Gomez, really. I think, to my knowledge, yeah. obviously they said Trent was meant to be out for Trent. Exactly, they said Trent was meant to be out for four weeks, and then Klopp comes out and says, "Oh, you know what? He he's going to be t- it's going to be touch and go." So like they're they're like thing, things are falling in their favour. The only thing I'd have I'd say to Liverpool now is they got to cap they got they got to capitalise because when when you're when you're playing this well and then luck is is like in your favour like this like surely they, they they must have that belief and they think you know we can actually do this so they've got, they've got to make sure they capitalise mm. obviously we said oh once before we said I don't know about you lot we said oh once December comes and the games come thick and fast they'll start struggling a bit they they didn't really they didn't really struggle they lost what one game that was against that was against City obviously their, their fixture their fixture list is very kind to them now like you can say maybe the Champions League might play a factor, but it's it's not. I don't think it will really play a big factor like that. I mean, it's just what like one. It will be like they have a two a two game week. So I don't know, man. I, I, it's, I keep, it's in their, it's in their saying, hands. I keep saying I think City are going to do it. City are going to do it. But with every game week, I'm starting to I'm starting to think this could actually be Liverpool's time because this is a game where in which like it's not even. The fact they won it, I think it's the manner in which they won it. They won it like champions, and like I thought about it, and I thought like Brighton. I'm looking at their fixtures now, or their results now. Brighton the week before, a game where you think Brighton are gonna sit back, they're gonna invite a lot of pressure, whatever. They ended up winning that. There was a game, the Wolves game, where they won two 0 away from home. The Bournemouth game, they slapped them four 0 The Everton game, I think they won it in like the last minute. Yeah, the last minute that game, like all these games that they keep winning, like. I just, yeah, it just might be their time, man. It just might be their time. Do you time. know what I always think though? I, it, I've, it's not, not, it's never something I've shared. I feel like it's something that. Oh, sorry, but um, I feel like to win the title, you normally go away from home and take three points or at least a point away from your direct rivals. Historically, that's happened, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Am yeah. I bugging? Yeah, no. Yeah, I, I don't, and I feel like Liverpool haven't done that. I don't know why, but I always see that as a barometer because every year I feel like that's happened. You go away, from yeah, home and take three yeah, points away. Like, like City last year was against Chelsea. Yeah, um, I remember Chelsea in the Conte year. They went to City, took three yeah, points off. Yeah, there. Like, lo, lo, last year was City taking. Yeah. Last, yeah, last year was City taking it from Chelsea at Stamford Bridge. The year before that, it was Chelsea taking it from City. The year so, Leicester won it. Who they went you, to City and won three one. I who remember. Who would you yeah. to take points off? Because really, their only direct rivals are Man City, and they lost that match. I don't. I don't see them going to Old Trafford and winning. So I think they'll drop points there. Um, I don't see them. I when think Tottenham could Stanford give them a scare. They're at home. Uh, they beat Stamford Bridge and they drew one one. Yeah. They're at home against Tottenham. Um, they get home. I think Tottenham could do a job. I trust Tottenham. Um, when's that? In March. That game or yeah, April? It's March thirtieth. Then they've got yeah. um, Chelsea 13th of April. I don't know about Chelsea. I think they could deal with they've it. But then again, we don't know what, who they'll beat. Everton. Everton's right. light, man. They'll, 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 I don't think Everton have beat them in years. Where's the last time Everton beat them? It's a derby, isn't it? Stakes yeah. are higher. Yeah. And even so, it's the Prem, man. It's the Prem. Like, you can drop points yeah. any, yeah. like, anytime. Exactly. So. There's, there's, there's going to be... As, good, as well as Liverpool playing up, there's going to be a game and they just have a stink up. Like it's good as City were. They they obviously you can maybe credit to Fernandinho being out and stuff like that. But like 
it happens in the Prem. That's why, like, sometimes I don't want to take it back to Arsenal, but that's why, like, sometimes with, with certain losses, I, I just take it on the chin. I don't get too angry about because, like, it's just a game, isn't it? You can, like, you, sometimes you just, like, yeah, you, you just come out and you just don't play well. So they've had the advantage as of late of playing before City. Like, the fact that mm. they've had, like, these easier fixtures, they're getting the win, they're getting seven points ahead of them and then City have to go and do it again. Mm. It, it, it makes it more difficult. Like, it's putting the pressure on City. I don't know if they'll, that'll change soon. But you think? Do you think, do you think, that, do you think that plays a factor? I think yeah, so. I definitely, 100%. Yeah, but, but, but the fact that it's City, they slap teams. Do you know what I mean? How yeah, I, I don't. I, think, I trust City. I trust, like, to just look at it, tunnel vision, and think yeah. we've got a job to do. I, I, I honestly think that Pep's thinking, yeah, let's win all four trophies. I honestly Still. believe that. The way he talks about, like, David Silva needs to get minutes. Kevin De Bruyne needs to get minutes. It's like he's getting the troops ready for the, the running. I think the Premier League is, <laughs> his, is his, like... He said it in an interview, remember? I think yeah. Carlo who asked him, what is it? Like, OK, you won the league, Champions League or the league? The league. The league. Or, or, yeah, I, mean, I say that, but I think, I think he's trying to get... I think he, he wants that. to win all four. He said it. Honestly. He said the league is yeah, the most important thing all the time, every yeah, season. Over, 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 the, over yes, the Champions League? Yes, yes. I think he's trying to downplay it. No, he said I think, that. I think, he said I think he's trying to... Because, like, I don't know, like for him, for, for, some, yeah. for, for, some, for someone as big as Pep right now, yeah, the only the only knock we can give him is that since he's left Barca, he hasn't won, he hasn't been back to the Champions League. Not even saying winning, he hasn't been back to the Champions League final. Mm. And, in, and I think Bar... Actually no, okay. Bar the um, one when they lost to Monaco, whenever they got to the quarters or semis, they, they get slapped. He, like he's gotten slapped. Because remember when um, he faced Madrid, he got slapped against Madrid. Liverpool slapped him last season. Mm. Barcelona slapped him as well. Yeah, yeah so they the away times he gets the away times he gets slapped. He gets like, he's yeah, like yeah. I can't, I can't like that's that, that's the only like, that's the only not his reputation is taken in these in these semi and quarters that he's been in the last couple of years. He hasn't even like taken a like a, a humbling loss. He's been completely dominant. He, like he's been slapped, and it's like this is Pep, like, and he's got slapped. Like I, what was it? Um, Barca. I mean, Bayern beat. No, sorry, Madrid beat them. What four 0 when they won it? When he was at when he was at um, Bayern, Barca beat them like five one or something like that. Mm-hmm. Obviously, City, um, Liverpool beat them. What four 0 or was it three three? Yeah. I can't remember. What was it again? It was like no, it was like four one or something like that, wasn't it? It was 5-1 on aggregate. It was 5-1, yeah, 5-1 on aggregate. The only one which is okay was was the Monaco mm-hmm. when they beat them in the quarters, was it? Or the last 60 or whatever. Oh, and that yeah, was Mbappe, like, you're in it. Yeah. yeah. And that was like on aggregate and it was like... But even then, we didn't expect that that um, Monaco... Obviously, that we know now that that Monaco team was serious, but we didn't really rate them like that to be beating City like that. Yeah, Jordan, so like, Jordan, I, sorry, Jordan was trying to, say yeah, trying to get a yeah. word in. Yeah, he's trying to get a word in before... Um, I can't remember what I was going to say. We'll oh no, no, Steve. When you were saying about having everyone fit um, and going yeah. for four trophies, I think the difference this year is um, the fact that it's actually a title race. Like they're behind, they're yeah. second, and they're four points behind Liverpool, obviously. So he, he's obviously mindful of the fact of if anyone gets injured, like it's just going to hamper the chance even more. So I, I still think Premier League is the main thing. I don't know how much he'll be focused on, like the League Cup, for example, or FA Cup. <laughs> Um, and I think he's just I think he's scared of Liverpool like he's come out and said it like you, you know he, he he actually fears them and I think yep. he, yep. he he needs every yeah. advantage he can have and obviously having everyone fit and having everyone available he's going to 
improve the chances a lot more. So I think that's more what he's worried about, to be honest. Do you guys do you guys think they're going to um, strengthen this? Year? No, they've not been linked this January. No, yeah, because no, no, no. obviously they've they've like they're, I they're trying to chill. They're trying to chill like, intentionally said, as well because they want to go ham in the summer. I, I, okay, there's two things. First of all, I, I I remember he said something about um, getting a DM. Like they've identified their targets for DM recently. He said that in a press conference. And He's second of all, do any, oh, okay. I mean, yeah, second of all, like, do you, do you do you guys know about this whole financial fair play things? Because a lot a lot of what I've been seeing on Twitter is like the reason why City haven't really brought anyone now is because they're they're unsure of what's going to happen. Because I remember reading something like they may get removed from Champions League next season due to yeah. something to do something to do with financial fair play. So Pep, I don't know. Like, Pep, do you- Pep answered that and he said that like I'm not worried about it. I've spoken to the owners and I've spoken to. Um, is it Tex Texi? I forgot his name. Oh, you know oh, the, the yeah 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 his guy. Um, basically, and he said, yeah, we don't need to worry about that. It's not a problem. And he was laughing and stuff. So I don't. I think that's maybe just paper talk. So but do you know? I think what, that's fine. What, what, do you know? Do you know what it's all about though? I don't know details. No, sorry, uh, I never read into that. Because they, like, they keep changing stuff. That's why. Like, I, I know there was one set of rules before. Then they changed it to something about um, something to do with revenues and blah blah blah. But I don't actually know the ins and outs. Mm. I don't know because obviously, like, it could just be like some of these fo- football Twitter guys trying to like, act like they're like inside sources. But I've, I've seen a lot of them talk about how, like, although they're like kind of like playing it, downplaying it, that it could like it's, it's actually like a, a serious issue, and that's and that's what's kind of putting them why they're not really haven't dwelled like gone into the transfer market this mm-hmm. this um, window. But okay, I, don't know, I guess I guess we'll see. Yeah, we've um we've dwelled on that a bit. Um, let's go across the road to Man United. Jordan, how you feeling, man? Oli's coming. You're seven for seven. Pogba scoring goals. Rashford scoring goals. Martial not so much, but you know, have you have you got your Man United back? Do you feel good? <laughs> I don't know about all that, but um. I don't know. I just, um, I said when he when he came in, he literally could pick a starting eleven that made sense, and people would be happy because it had got that bad. Like it was just a case of, I, I genuinely think Mourinho was trying to get sacked, and and seeing him on being sport with his nice haircut, he's got a bit of a tan, he looks suave, happy, nice jacket on. I think he's he's got that money, and he's just happy, and he's smart, and that's what he wanted to do, and because what he was doing was not making sense, so it. People thought, you know, keeping to the end of the season because, like, I heard United fans saying, like, it can't get any worse than this. Like, and they sort of said, like, if he was to go, like, against PSG and stuff, like, who we, who's going to be able to come in? Where we're going to stand a chance? Where how are things going to get better? But, like, he wanted to, he, he wanted to get sacked, I believe, and he and, and he was doing things to jeopardise us. The starting line, not playing Pogba, like, the negative relationships he was having with people. So. It's just like a cloud's been lifted, really. Like it was just so doom and gloom. And I think, um, I think it's it's been a bit disrespectful when people say that anyone could do what Ollie's doing because I don't think it is as simple as that. I think it's definitely an easy role that he's come into. He's literally just had to, you know, lift the players a bit. Steady and shit, I, think anyone, yeah. I think anyone leaving would have helped. But like you remember when Moyes got sacked and Giggs had it till the end of the season yeah. um, we didn't go and beat everyone I can't remember I think did we have like a 2 all draw with some lower team or some yeah, shit yeah you, you, I think you drew against Southampton last day of the season you like just about beat Norwich but I fell asleep during that game because it was so bad yeah like it's uh, not that straight 
forward. Like, um, I, I, I think I think he's done a good job. But I mean, he's say he's he's saying all the right things. He's 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 playing the players we expect to see. Like, I think he's got less pressure. I think um, I heard people. I heard someone debating about you know Lukaku and starting him regularly, and um, the fact that Mourinho was sticking by him, and obviously all these came in. And I think when you're the manager who's signed that player and you've paid a lot of money for him, it's a lot harder for you to drop him than it is for someone like Oli to come in and drop him. Like, I, I don't think it would have been as easy for Jose to do what Oli's doing with like Lukaku just because of the fact that he paid a lot of money for him. But he's just, yeah, he's just doing the right thing. I mean, we've still got issues. I mean, obviously, like everyone saw against Tottenham, that scoreline could have been very different. Um mm. Even even against Brighton yesterday, um, balls into the box and set pieces. I was fearful, like most times. Like it, it felt like if they was going to get something, it was going to come from that. And every time they got one, I was worried. And that and a ball, a goal did come from a ball into the box. Not dealing with it. Um, you still got Jones playing centre back. Who you know he can play all right, but he, he can still be a liability. You don't trust him. So. Mm. But but in terms of what he's done for our season, like top four is back on. And, and if they were saying about, you know, how it was still a possibility prior to Mourinho leaving and I was like ridiculing him. And I, we were we were 13 points behind Tottenham when he was here. Now we're like seven points behind him. And obviously we've, we've caught you guys up. Um, we've, um, we're, we're three points behind Chelsea. So, yeah, everything's changed, which I did not think would be possible. So Would you... Yeah. Um... Do you think Solskjaer should be considered for the job, for the full-time, sorry, for the permanent role? He's, he's definitely got to be considered right now. But um, I've been saying, like, we're in we're, very, we're in a good position right now. Um, because if someone turned around to you and said, right, you've got to make a decision right now, Pochettino or Solskjaer, you'd, you'd struggle, you won't know what to do. Because mm. why change things when they're like this? But then at the same time, you want you we wanted Poch. Like, if you'd said prior to Mourinho being sacked, Ollie's going to be your next commander. You'd, you'd be like, what? Mm. So the fact that we've got until summer to assess it is good because we've got plenty more games to see what happens yet. So we're lucky we don't have to make that decision. The only thing that worries me is who's making that decision because right now our decisions come from Ed Woodward and that's the way it's been. And he's not a football man. He, he, he was a f- accountant. Sorry, you're going to have to bleed that out. So, he was an so, accountant so. and he was... Um, he was an investment banker. That's how he got involved with United in the first place. Yeah, and he's he shouldn't be that. the person, he shouldn't be the person deciding our um, our manager. We we need a director of football 100. percent We need to decide what we want, what we want in the future, what kind of football we want to play, whether we want to bring through youth, all these things, and then you need to pick your manager accordingly. Like you can't just base it off what he wants. Um, so I don't know. I still think I'd rather we got someone in before we made that decision. Okay. I think that should be the priority right now is getting in the director of football. Okay. Okay. I like that. I like that. That's that's a good assessment on United. Um, I wanted to ask you guys something. Oh, sorry. Actually, before I do that, Steve, how did you see United's performances? That. Oh, sorry. Their performance against. That's- I've not really watched United a lot recently. I've, I've watched them against Tottenham, but I didn't feel like that was a proper assessment of what I've been reading and hearing. Yeah. Obviously, it was, a, it was a different sort of game, but Cardiff, obviously, that was that was good performance, and then Bournemouth as well. Yeah, obviously, the shackles are off. I like what um, Oli's done with Pogba. He's playing ahead of the ball. He's getting into the box. Um, 
obviously he's got the potential to score so many goals because of his ability so that's that's fantastic to see I want to see more from Martial he's the only one I'm, that's the only negative I can say I want to see him scoring a few more goals and getting into like more dangerous positions I feel like with his runs off the ball I think Gary Neville made a, did a good analysis on him um, I think a few months ago I remember, about yeah. his runs off the ball yeah he needs to he needs to do that a lot more yeah, it's because he he would score so many goals. Like he's amazing. So you know, imagine if he added that to his game, scored yeah. so many goals. Um, don't ever want to see Lukaku play for United again. Um, Jordan, you agree with that? Hundred percent. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what they're going to do in terms of floating him. It's going to be a massive, massive problem. But um, yeah, it's that's kind of it, like really. what Chelsea got with Morata. I think yeah. you know, even Torres. I'm sick of Torres as well. And they're not going to get 60 what they paid for him so they're going to take an L on him um, uh, and we're probably going to have to do the same because he's not going to want to sit on the bench um, but he can't be starting um, so we're, we're probably just going to have to take a loss on him I think, I think you guys to get money off him Lukaku if I'm being honest a, a so, club not 90 mid, not breaking even though no 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 way but a club as big as Man United like they're, they're not going to break even if we're being honest but it's not going to hurt them that much if we're no, honest. no, it won't. So I think just no. get rid of him. Would you guys say Rashford is you know go with Rashford as the name? No, no. I think I'm going to say I don't think you should get rid of Lukaku. Like, other than again, actually, I, th- I see where you're coming from because obviously he's not going to want to sit on the bench and be a squad option. But you think he's good enough to still be a squad option at United? You don't think they should yeah, be selling him? Hundred percent, man. Look at his goal record. No, no he's not. not. I keep saying it. The standard now is City. You got, that's the st- that's the standard you should set yourself as a squad. So if so Aguero is not playing, the the standard in terms of squad options is now where City's at because they can make changes and the level isn't. It's not a massive drop off. You could say arguably it's it's minimal. Let's be real. If Aguero doesn't play, Gabby comes in. Gabby's obviously not Aguero's level, but he's a very good so, striker. Scores goals. Scores and he scores goals. If Rashford's not playing, I'm sorry, you can't have Lukaku playing. I'm sorry. I think that's that's, that's how it is. I think that's fast. I think I think he can. I think he can definitely. He. I don't know. Maybe I'm. I'm just judging, judging it off the pass. But Lukaku, obviously, his goal records there. Like he. Like he's. He's a goal scorer. I feel, I feel like he can. He can still. He can sc- um, still yeah. score goals at this. At this level. So definitely, but stylistically, for where United want, what they want to do, where mm. they want to be, I don't think Lukaku is the way forward. We've seen, obviously, you know, he doesn't move a lot. I, I feel like that's creeped in because he used to make a lot of runs in behind so, back then. Yeah, you, you know, you know what's going on? At Everton, he used to, he used to, sometimes, do you remember that game when they played us and Martinez played him on the right wing to exploit um, Monreal? Yeah, yeah. And he had an absolute yeah. field day. So I, yeah, I, I get what you mean, Steve. I was going to say, um, you know, like, I used to be a defender of Lukaku. I used to yeah. defend him because I always used to think this guy, like, look at his goal record. He's got 100 plus goals. He's 20, what, 25, 26, whatever. Like, he can score goals. The more I've watched Man United play, yeah, to be fair, that's when Mourinho was in charge. It might be different. We don't know. But when I watched him under Mourinho, yeah, this guy was so static. Like, he wasn't making runs. Like, the ball just, like, it was just, he was actually so bad. Like, that's the only way I put it. He was bad. He was bad. Like, even the goals he was scoring, they weren't exactly, like, moments of quality or anything like that. They were just kind of just goals. Do you know what I mean? So, 
yeah, I, I don't know. Lukaku's not definitely not in my eyes the same player he once was. The and, problem is, go on, in, in terms of like a nine, in terms of if you if you're looking at goals and you're comparing him to someone like Harry Kane, um, obviously at the one point in time they were getting you know similar numbers yeah. for a season, or he was he was getting respectful numbers, but. It, that is literally all you're getting from him. Like, if you've got someone like Kane who offers so much more, like Kane, I was watching Fulham today, and I think the commentator saying, like, he could play as a ten almost if he wanted to, and he, he comes into that role mm. quite often. He'll drop deep, picks up the ball, and, and some of the passes he can pick out is like a ten. Like, it's ridiculous. Whereas Lukaku could never do that. So, if if, if you're going through a dry patch and you're not getting your goals like Lukaku doesn't, you have to be able to offer more than that. Like, if Kane's not getting goals, he's still contributing as much as anyone like massively so that's and and for what we want to achieve and for the amount of money we have and what we should be doing um you need you need you know because there's people out there that are going to get as many goals as him so if the, if if someone can get as many goals and offer more then what's the, you need like better like it's not good enough i think we're in a bit of a sticky situation in terms of what rashford's doing right now because i still think we need a world class striker like harry kane um i don't think you do anymore you know well, this is. The, I, I still don't think Rashford's like Rashford's only what twenty one, so I, yeah, I think yeah. you know, if we want to go on and win, I don't know if you can win the Premier League as him as you nine. Maybe you can. Like the form he's in right now, if you kept doing this, you could. But whether he keep it up over the course of the season, I don't know. But then the problem is you bring in someone like that, like a Harry Kane, um, and just Rashford won't play. Yeah, and, and you get the same problem with Rashford, and it, and it, and he's so good as he's showing. So it's it's an awkward position in that. Do you, know, do you know what? I don't know. Let me hear what you guys think about this. Maybe I know I'm just basing it off this kind of season, but like maybe you as a as United fan, would you be happy as Rashford going forward as your number nine, and then like say you brought Callum Wilson in and he was kind of like the backup, your backup option? Would you be happy with that? This is Manchester United, mate. I, uh, I don't know, man. I mean, because I, I, guess, I guess Lukaku. I don't even feel comfortable saying Lukaku's a backup option. Like yesterday, I was telling Steve, he came on yesterday, right? First, <laughs> De Gea took a goal kick, right? Straight up to him. <laughs> he, he, he knows he's not got a first touch, so he doesn't try to take control of it. He tries to do a flick on, and he big, big up in the air, goes to no one, and he turns around, and he, he's embarrassed, and he turns around and he looks at Pogba. And he does like a hand gesture as if to say like, why wasn't you there? Why wasn't you <laughs> And you look at him thinking that, that was nowhere near there. And Pogba, Pogba just sort of like clapped and like encouraged him. Like, oh, don't worry, man. Like, try again. Like, he, it's just embarrassing now. But he, he, he's so bad. I can't even say like he'd be a good backup. If he was happy to sit on the bench and be our second striker, I can't even say that would be good enough. Because coming on, whenever the last few games, Martial's gone off and he's come on and he offers nothing. And I, I think the only reason Oli does it is because of his aerial presence if we're having to defend set pieces or corners because he, he, he doesn't if we're trying to if we're taking out if we're, if we're absorbing a lot of pressure he's not an outlet he's not someone that can hold up the ball and take a bit of pressure off and ease it off and just keep re- retain possession for a bit and just relieve a bit of that pressure he's not going to do that so he, he don't oh, I don't know he don't offer much at all when he's not scoring so it's a problem such a shame. Such but a shame. it's the, pro- the 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 thing is when we came when we played Tottenham, obviously he was defending that one 0 lead, and he came on, and you look at the size of him moving around the pitch, and he's huge, and you think right, if I keep swearing, I'm sorry. <laughs> if, if the ball comes to him, obviously Alderweireld, Vertonghen, if he's up there and they're trying to get to him, 
he should be able to hold them off. They should not be able to. If one of them's, if it's a one-on-one, you shouldn't be able to get the ball off him because he's so big. And they know, obviously, they play in the um, Belgian team with him. They they know like his level, and they they it was just like taking candy from a baby, like because he can't control the ball with his feet and he, he can't hold up the ball. They, even someone small, like not small, but Alderweireld, nowhere near him. But he, he couldn't get anywhere near. It. Like he just took the ball off him, like it was nothing. It, it's a problem. He's a problem. But I don't know. Um, yeah. It makes me angry. No, I know. You know, you know how I feel about Lukaku. I've, I've been running an agenda since since the day he signed. They signed for United. Really. Do you guys so think that we? None of you are hearing that. Callum Wilson shout. Sorry, one at a time, lads. Sorry. Sorry. You go, mate. What, so none of you here that Callum Wilson shot man. It's, it's Manchester United man come on like, there's levels I like Callum Wilson option. he's a good finisher he's a backup shot, option no well, he, he needs to go to a club where he's playing man Manchester uh, United man I, I genuinely yeah. like man, man you hate him whatever it, whatever they're the biggest club historic, historically no is that Liverpool they're a big club it's Madrid isn't it in England I meant to say oh okay alright like Man United they're, they're a massive club Callum Wilson no disrespect to him at all but United should be going for the Canes, the Icardis, Lewandowski. Do you know what I'm saying? There's levels. So, nah, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, I hear that, but we're not saying. I'm, well, I'm not saying Wilson for the main striker at United. I'm talking about how, how much are they, How much are they going to pay on Wilson? But forty, fifty, probably like forty mil. Doesn't make sense in my opinion. That's light, man. It is. When light, Wilson's getting linked to like Spurs, do you think that would make sense? Yeah, Spurs. You think that's his life? Yeah, no, no disrespect, but. United, I see United as a club that should be going for the Canes. That should be going for the best of the best. Do you get it? Spurs no, cannot I'd go agree. for... Oh, they can't go for, like, the best players. Man United can and should. That's how I see do you, it. Do you think United should sign anyone in this window? The thing is, it's maybe because I don't... No, I don't think yeah, so. maybe because I don't watch United as much. Where do they need to strengthen like maybe, that? Like maybe, maybe left back... If, Maybe another centre mid. I don't, I don't think it's it's a priority. However, I feel like if there's a good enough deal that can be done for like a centre back for like any full backs, then yeah, you might as well just go for it now. Do you know what I mean? Like Toby, I was hearing he was available. If you could go snap up a Toby bank, just get it done. That way, you I know. wanted to. I think I wanted to um, praise this question. Would Would you like? Okay, so obviously three Arsenal fans and a United fan. Would Would you guys take Toby now? Because obviously he's they've extended. They've what did they re- triggered his extension clause? Oh, they did. Mm. Mm. Yeah, so that means he's available for twenty five. Twenty five M's in the summer. Would that, Would you do that? Because even even as Arsenal, like, even though he's twenty nine, twenty five M's from Ardeviral who will realistically. At his level, it doesn't look like he's declining. He'll it's, give you at least no three, years, three years. It's a no three years off. at the top. A hundred percent, I'll do that. I, I think we're excluded. Arsenal are excluded from that. Oh, Why? Rivals in Because, yeah, there's a, apparently there's a clause in there. We, we're not in... That are you sure? That's what I read, yeah, apparently, but... I don't know. Jordan, yeah, we're, not doing, we're not doing. We're not doing. They're pricks if they've done that. Because I would. Oh my days! Imagine getting all the virus. The whole Sol Campbell thing again, can they? It's embarrassing. 
That's yeah, mad yeah, that he it, put that in. The way Daniel Levy <laughs> operates is is different. But um, yeah, Jordan, you were shaking your head to Toby. What's that? I just because I'd rather get someone better. I mean, the the only thing is, like you say, twenty five million is nothing. So who's better than him? Huh? Who's better? better than him? There's a few better than him. If, well, I mean, if you're talking about everyone available, everyone in the world, there's quite yeah. a few. But... Okay, okay, who who's better? Like, I understand there's obviously there's players who are better, the other centers that are better than him. But for how much he's cost and the level, like, okay, let's say for example, like Koulibaly will probably cost you guys around eighty to hundred million. Alvaro will cost you twenty five, and I think the the difference in quality between the two is not that great. I mean, yeah, you can accredit that Koulibaly's younger, so he'd probably give you about five to six more years of top level play but you can get out of the Byrwood for 25 for 25 mil he'll give you minimum three years and I you've think, got two good centre-backs in Bayern Lindelof I think with United yeah I think Jordan you kind of said it before they need to okay they need to get a director of football in they need to look at the new manager they need to they need a plan they need to look at the next what five to ten years they need to say okay this is where we want to be this is who we want to do it. Get a manager in that's going to do that. Get a director of football in that's going to assess targets for the long term. If we look at what Liverpool have done in the past, what, five years, they're, they're on the verge of winning the Premier League. And that's due to, like, great recruitment. Obviously, they, they trust their manager, Klopp. He hasn't won anything for them yet, but, you know, they've got a vision, they've got a plan. City did it when they appointed... Um, when they when they wanted Pep, they said, "Okay, this is the direction we want to go in." United need to do the same thing now. They need to sit down and look and say, "Okay, this is how we're going to get back to being the best club in England and the biggest club in England." So, yeah, I think all these short term that fixes that's not it. They really need to to plan and be like, "Okay, boom, like this is what we're going to do." This is my problem. This is why I asked about whether you guys think we should get anyone this window anyway, because like. Who is buying the player? It's gonna yeah, be it's gonna yeah. be Woodward because they've said obviously if Ollie's interim, he's not gonna have much of a say in it. Um, uh, so if 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 Edward was getting someone and then we go and get a manager who doesn't favour him, obviously centre back, you know, might be a bit different because I think there's not gonna be much dispute with that. But if you're going for some kind of creative player, it's like the way we want to play. If we went and signed a ten, for example, because like say Edward was available, and, we went and Edward would thought, you know, that sounds good. And then you've got a manager who comes in who doesn't want to play yeah, that. Kind yeah, of system. yeah, yeah. It doesn't make sense. So yeah, you need. I agree to, with that. And then you're gonna you have, to, you're gonna have a player that's gonna have to you're gonna have to get off the books. Exactly. Like exactly. Lukaku now, for example. Lukaku. I think. I think. Gonna... I think another problem. The, the, everything's good at the minute, but the instability, the insecurity of, of where we are in terms of who the next manager is going to be, is a little bit of an issue. Um, just, I know Martial looks like he's signing a new contract. Obviously, the hate can't agree to one. But I was saying to Steve, like, if if you don't know for certain who the next manager is going to be, you're going to hold off signing a contract because yeah, yeah. Martial's not going to go and hold himself down for five years and then have someone come in in six months' time who is going to do what Mourinho was doing with him. Um, so, as good as things are right now, we need a bit of direction, stability, you know, like with a bit of guarantee who who's going to be here, who's going to, and I'm guessing. The fact that Martial is looking at signing a contract, maybe he's got a hint that it is going to be either Potts or Ollie. And but then you, you still need to you still need to make sure that they're going to be in line with the views of what the club's trying to achieve. Mm. Um, 
Because if it's bringing through youth and that's what we're going to do, that's different to Mourinho trying to go for players like Boateng and Godin. And uh, I've got I've got a question for you, Jordan. Oh, man. We've um, yeah. we have actually kind of spilled over, but this this won't be a long question. Um, I think Gary Neville was saying about how Man United should never appoint a manager that goes against the club's beliefs and the club's traditions again. And um, Richard Keyes in the interview with Mourinho, if you haven't watched that, check it out. He asked him. Do you think a manager should be able to go into a club and impose their own philosophy? So you as a Man I'm United glad you fan, this up. you as a Man United fan, do you think the next manager can come in and impose his own philosophy, or do you think he should play to the traditional Manchester United way? Uh, uh, well, a hundred percent has to play in a way that aligns with what the club want. And in in the United case, if the traditional Manchester United way is the way, then yeah, because football's changed with it being modern day football managers don't last more than what three four years max um when it used to be the case where you'd have if you have a manager that's coming in for 10 15 years then cool bring your own philosophy and you you can you can have things the way you want them but there's no point nowadays having a manager come in um who's only going to be there for two years two and a half three years who's going to sign players that fit his foot philosophy play in a way that's going to fit his philosophy if he's going to then go and then you're going to get someone who has a completely different philosophy mm. like um, when when Mourinho first came in he kept referring back to Van Hal's way of playing and how it took a while to get that out of the players which was bullshit because as we're seeing right now Oli first game slapping Cardiff 5-1 it didn't take him two minutes to get that out of him mm. but if you've if you've got that sort of style embedded and then you're signing players that fit that mould like you look at Matt and you think should we have ever signed him like we've never used him properly he's always sort of we've never really we played like a 4-2-3-1 um, at one point under Mourinho but generally it don't really fit our style to have like a 10 and you look at him and think was he ever properly utilised he never got to the level that he was at with Chelsea mm-hmm. and you think maybe he wasn't the right player for our club but I think 100% it has to be the club's philosophy rather than the managers because like I say they change so frequently that you won't get any stability if you keep changing it all the time. Yeah, I kind of, I hate, I kind of hear that, but I disagree a little bit because I think that should only be the case if the manager, if the club are hiring the right person. You can't like, like, it's, and it's, it's it literally, this literally shows with the whole Mourinho thing. You can't hire someone like Mourinho and then be mad at him for not playing like the Man United way of football when exactly. you know, when you know he's typically. Um, he's typically set up teams like this. Mm. Same, so even the same with Van Hal. This is, I think, this has been one of the problems with Man United. He's not Man Van Hal. I don't know. I, I don't really. I didn't really follow his football like that. But I don't. From what I saw, at United. I'm guessing he's never really played that kind of Manchester United way. So me, I feel like managers should be able to come into come into team, um, come into clubs and impose the way they want to play. Well, unless, no, un- unless you're like specifically hiring certain types of managers and I think that's that's where it comes down to who is hiring these managers because like like I said earlier Ed Woodward he he obviously looked at I think um, David Moyes was sort of like Fergie agreeing with him and and that and and Edward Edward Gill probably had a say in that towards the end like who the next manager was going to be but then Van Hal and Mourinho were both um, um, Ed Woodward appointments and like like I was saying earlier, he, he originally was uh, an investment banker in America and the way how he got the job at United was because he helped fund the Glazers 
and help them get the loan to be able to buy the club. Mm. And he was he was their consultant basically, and they liked how he worked, and they brought him on side. And he started off on the financial side of things, and then when when um, Fergie went, the Glazers promoted him and basically made him part of the. Uh, wait, wait, sorry, has the Glazers left United? No, 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 they're, they're still there. They're the owners. And when 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 David Gill went as CEO, they promoted him to become part of the board of directors and made him the CEO. And he's got he hasn't got football people below him. Obviously, we've got scouts and and recruitment people, but he's the person who works alongside the manager to target the players and also target the managers. So he's he's deciding Mourinho should be the right man, and and that's going against like like Mourinho should have never been the person. Like I understood why they did it at the time, but. The club need to if the club decide that they want to play a certain way before anything else. If trophies is your main goal, then it makes sense to try to get Mourinho. But if you want to play a certain way doing it, you need to get in a certain kind of. To, yeah, you need to be definitely looking at the manager you're bringing in. Okay. Fair play, fair play. I, I, I like that. That was, that was nice, good discussion, Steve. You didn't really have much to say on that. You didn't want to contribute. No. Oh wow. Okay. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I think. Um, did anyone catch the um, oh, Wolves and Leicester game? I think it'd be criminal if we didn't talk about that. Yeah, it was a fantastic. What a match! What a match! What a match! Um, I'm a bit yeah. concerned though. What are you concerned about? Just scared for I was going to get sacked. I've got I've got Spurs, Liverpool, and United coming up, and I'm. Where 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 are they in the league? No. Did you say ninth? They are, uh, eight, either 8th or ninth. They was they was either 8th and they fell to 9th or they were 7th. Well, Leicester. 9th, yeah, they're 9th. To be fair, they got um they got results against Chelsea and City. And yeah, that's the, the, the only thing that baffled me about Puel, he does like the maddest team selections. I don't understand why. Like, I, remember, I remember looking at... um. I remember looking... I think it was this game. I remember um, before the game started, I looked at the team line... And I saw like Madison weren't in the he weren't in the team. Um there was someone else. Who usually plays on it's usually they play Novardi was playing. Yeah, sorry, like Mad, yeah, Madison went in the team and there was someone I can't remember there was someone else, but then every time when I look at hit their um like his team selections, he always does like the maddest rotations and I, and I, I don't I don't understand it because like they don't not that like, to be disrespectful, but they're not playing like a lot of like games that like, the top six are in terms of like playing like European football. And all of that, so I don't, I don't, I don't understand his team selections a lot of the time, but I think, I think, I think they'll be alright because obviously we saw their their performances against um, City and Chelsea. Like they they played they played well and they deserve wins in both those games. So yeah, like the lot like averages will probably suggest that they'll probably lose. They could potentially lose all three of those games, but I I, I think they'll be alright. And I don't see a point in sacking them because like who who could you potentially bring in? I felt sorry for him yesterday because they did so well to get back into the game and make it free all yeah. the same time. He was the way, they, the, the way they were defending, the, the the way they were leaving themselves exposed, like they were committing a lot of men forward. It was I don't know if they were trying to go for the win, but that that last goal uh, was too easy. Like in the last minute, I think you just sort of take yeah. a point away. The game's gone. Like they was always behind or level. They was never out in front. So you, you sort of take your medicine and say, okay, ninth minute, we've just scored a late equaliser. Let's take. Like let's take a draw. But I blame um, him for that though, because why is he still playing guys like West Morgan when you got 
He's got what Harry Maguire and Johnny Evans. Nah, Harry Maguire. Harry Maguire started. Oh, he, he, he yeah, he came yeah. off injured, but like, why why not play Johnny Evans and Harry Maguire? Because West Morgan. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's, no, no, but it's stylistic. Tactically, is why they conceded the goal. Like I was watching the highlights today, and they were trying to win the game at three three. And Puel said it after the game. Like he said. I, like it's about experience in these games like you just have to take the free free it's like the game should be dead it should be finished you shouldn't be trying to like Chilwell was was bombing forward and then he got exposed for the the four three the goal that made it four three but is, isn't that isn't that, isn't that on him though I don't think so it's about game management you can't control what, what the players are doing do. like well, you can, yeah like, you like, have you need mm. your players on the pitch to say right listen lads come on you got to use common but, sense like, yeah, we're losing two. Don't you, like, you expect him as well just to like, just to shout, just be like, "Yo, guys, calm down." Obviously, like talk to one of the guys on the pitch, just like um, close on the wing, just say like, "Look, tell the guys calm down. They just take take the draw." Maybe, maybe, but you know, I, I blame the players there. I was yeah. saying to Steve yesterday though, I, I can't understand Leicester fans. Like, apparently, as as you said at the start, there's a lot of pressure on them that they're not happy with the football that they're playing. But United in the table, like you was eighth before. The, that but I mean, this, 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 this is what happened with Puel at Southampton as well. That's 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 main, that's mainly why they sacked him because they. I swear, like they when they sacked him, he got to the League Cup final. Didn't they? Fin- and they didn't they finish top half, top half as well. I don't know what these clubs expect. I don't know if Leicester have got carried away with the fact that they won it and thought, oh yeah, this is us. This is where we want to be. But yeah, like. I don't care. Like, would you? Because I was saying, Steve, like Ranieri, before he got sacked, he was looking at relegation. Like, and I don't know if he was playing the football that they wanted to see. But would you rather that, or would you rather be comfy in the top half of the table, and you know maybe not be as entertaining? I don't know. But I think it's a bit ridiculous that they want him sacked. To be fair, mm. yeah, same. This is nothing new, though. It's been happening. The murmurs came back end of last season. I don't know what it is about Puel. Maybe don't like him. I don't know. I've heard he's not very charismatic. Sort of press say so. But I don't know. Maybe something personal. Mm. Well, lads, it's been um, it's been a very healthy discussion. Very um, very informative. If you ask me, I enjoyed it. Don't know about you. I hope you did too. But um, I think that's all she wrote. Really, it's on to the championship <laughs> section. Um, who wants to who wants to take her away? If her. Um, my champ of the week he goes to Koscielny man he he played very well he played very well um, yesterday obviously he's been through a long road to recovery and it's good to see him and I'd like to give a special shout out to um, Henry Onyuroku who's on loan um, at Galatasaray from Everton bagged a hat-trick you know, that's, that's another young Nigerian gem doing bits in the in the European leagues. So, just just quickly on Koscielny, um having seen how he played the other day, like, what do you guys think? I need to see more. No, because no, no, I think like, I, I, I don't, I don't think, I don't think he got tested. I feel like he was, he like, he was very well commanding the box. But I think I said this. I don't think like he didn't really have to deal with like one on ones or players running in behind him like that. So yeah. while it was good, yeah, it was great to see him finished. like that. Yeah, I think, like, so I think for example, yeah, on Friday he's gonna be coming up against Marashan and Martial. I'm scared. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm terrified for him. So. Yeah, those are the games where you can say I yeah. Think, there I was there was one game. Like, it was a, 
there's a game a couple of weeks ago. I can't remember what game it was, but um, it might have been like our Boxing Day game or something like that, or New Year's game. And there was there was a moment when a player was running at him, and the way like his his body language, like you could tell he didn't want it. Like you could tell he was scared. But like, I think physically he's like he's, his legs aren't his legs aren't the same. I think um, uh, in the game on Friday in the FA Cup, I think we're gonna. Uh, rotate a bit and I think Sanchez will be starting for us he hinted at it in his presser um, saying that it, it looks like he'll be starting so I don't know how I'm okay with that man but yeah I'm okay with that yeah. starting or someone I'm okay with that then if, if Sanchez starts then that's bad yeah. I feel like I can deal with Sanchez yeah. I just want to win to be honest I, might, I don't want to replay I don't, I Do don't want to replay I don't want to win that game I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. We, uh, I think uh, we could win that. Yeah. Any, any yeah. could take it really. Yeah. I don't. I don't want to lose. You guys really are don't comfy at home, are you? Yeah. We don't tend to lose like these games, but then again, last time you guys came to the Emirates, you won. So. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. The not, not I remember that. I remember that. Sure, what's gonna happen? Mm. Yeah, my um, my trump of the week goes to. I don't even know. You know. Um. Let's say Richard Keys. What did he do? He's a bit of a chomp, isn't it? And obviously, I'd, um, I'd give it to him. I hate him as well. Fair play. <laughs> um, my champ of the week is um, Jordan Humphrey. Thanks for coming on, man. Appreciate it. You're such an idiot, man. <laughs> <laughs> No, my champ of the week is um, Koscielny. Fantastic performance. It's like a throwback. Um, commanded that six yard, six um, no six yard, eighteen yard box, and yeah, it was fantastic. He even took one in the the cojones for us. Fantastic stuff. And champ of the week is it's just Lukaku, you know, the D four. I can't think of anyone else. So just he gets it. My 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 champ of the week is Spironi. I think. Oh yeah, Spironi can get it. Is that his first game? I heard him saying a stat. It's his first game in. I I don't know. I don't know if they said nine. Yeah, it's been ages. Ages. I thought he was fit. He's on my bench in FPLs. Yo, (laughs) if Salah wasn't there, that's an own goal. I I I just saw the replay a minute ago, and he, he, no one's stopping that from going in. Like he's put that into his own net, so (laughs) he has he has to get it. Um, champ of the week. Um. Pogba, Fred and Matic have all had kids so I know they like to listen Is to it, it so yeah. I'll, I'll give it to them okay. Pogba's, Pogba's had a kid Pogba's had a kid like confirmed didn't you see a celebration oh what celebration did the little baby swing he jumped and he done the little cradle oh, oh my day I thought I was for Fred like because him and Fred like seem like friends isn't it well, oh no kids. so it's true so he's got he's got a bastard Oh my days! Ah, oh, why did you say that? Wait, like, <laughs> that, that line you implies, man. Okay, okay. I want, I want, I out, but like you know, but you know that whole controversy during the World Cup about he's got this. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Let's, um, you're you're an elite lawyer. You should have been a lawyer. My champ of the week is um, Kylian Mbappe uh, for that hat trick in the um, nine nil win. And that game was I saw the highlights of that. It was an, 
absolute joke. Yeah. Name, no, name a, joke. a back pass with his back. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. That made me laugh. What's, What's going on? What's yeah. happening? That's the game, that, bro. I can't lie. Mbappe, Mbappe's first goal, yeah. That was that. Like, it was just bad. Yeah, it's it's easy. Even how was he? I was like, oh wait, his first goal was a name on goal. One of the goals was just like, I was just like, what are these guys doing? It's the yeah, just perfect. Yeah, Mbappe, Mbappe, kid wonder, boy wonder, whatever you want to call him, World Cup winner. Um, and my chump of the week is um, oh man, who's a chump? Rio, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, Rio Ferdinand. I don't think he even did anything wrong, but... Yeah, <laughs> he it's just Rio, man. So I don't really F with him, if I'm being honest. Bro, what did he actually do? <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait, was it... I swear it was Ade that was last, last week that was saying not to criticise him because you want him on the pod or something like that. Yeah, just for the bag, but you, you lot criticised him. So it's out there, innit? <laughs> We're not getting that. <laughs> We're not getting that collab. <laughs> uh, Gary Lineker, we love you, though. <laughs> Love you, Gary. <laughs> he's, a bit, he's a bit of a bum as well. We need that Can't Walker's lie. money. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So yeah, with that, I believe that is all she wrote. Thank you guys for joining us on this on this podcast, our 80th podcast. We're 20 away from 100. Um, thank you if you've been with us since episode one. We love you. Um, yeah. Thank you. See, I, t- I told listeners we'll have something special like happening this week. Hashtag I delivered. Pod, yeah. Who? You lot don't want to say bye. Sure. bye. I went hiding with my kid from the world. I was hiding the world from my kid. <laughs> Shout out Pogba. Yeah, triple drama. Triple drama. <laughs> we out. And a bit.